Masters Heating and Cooling Studios. This is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, October 2nd, 2021, along with producer, co-host extraordinaire, Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. I'm Jim Shovelin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts this morning until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And uh, I would... Uh, Tell you about the text line, but it's already uh, it's already blowing up. Oh, we go. we've got texts coming I in can already. Imagine. So uh, it, that's 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 can be equal Can't parts wait. good thing, bad thing. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about. Great show for you lined up today. Of course, Justin and I will uh, recap Week Seven of the high school football season, and we will uh, also. Uh, I'm always excited about this. We'll be talking with uh, basketball coaching legend Dan Klein uh, at the bottom of the hour uh, about a free, yes, I said free, F-R-E-E, coaches clinic that's taking place at Sport One Fieldhouse uh, a little bit later in the month. And uh, we'll have Dan talk about who the speakers will be. And uh, it's a star-studded lineup. So uh, once again, a free basketball coaches clinic We'll talk to Dan about that as well. We'll also be talking with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. Now, uh, the Cougars open up their home uh, part of their schedule today at Bishop John M. Darcy Stadium on the campus of USF. That's a noon kickoff against the Siena Heights Saints. So, should be a dandy out at Darcy. So, uh, other than that, text line open at 46862, 46862. Put TS in the front of your message, if you will. Um, and, uh, well, let's see. Uh, here's a text that came in. that says, uh, TS, assuming a three-way tie at the top of the sack, who wins the bell? Well, you try to break the tie. You break the ties first. With head-to-head. -head, and if not, then everybody shares it. And do you share it? I mean, because the winner typically paints it, their school yeah. colors. So there's two two schools of thought. And I can't remember what they did several years ago when there was a three-way tie. I thought it, everybody shared it every three weeks. Or they will give it to the team that has not had it the longest. The, the, yeah, that the went the longest between bells. Right. I think that, and I, if I'm not mistaken, that's what they did because they couldn't get a winner out of head-to-head. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, I think everybody was one and one against each other, so that didn't, you know, that didn't work. Um, but I would think, you know, they first will try to do it head to head, and, and similar to when you look at it with Lures Carol Snyder, it would lay out with each team being one and one against each other, provided mm -hmm. Snyder can beat Bishop Lures in Week Nine. So I think it would be a sharing thing, or they would hand it to Carol because Carol has never won the Summit Athletic Conference Championship. So. Potentially, that would be the tiebreaker. So stay tuned. Yes, it should be an interesting ride the rest of the way. Uh, I had another text that came in. Uh, TS says, go Niners. Uh, I, know a, <laughs> I know one or two Niners fans, so I'm pretty sure I know who that was from. I don't from think we're talking about the well. 49ers. Yeah, you know. I, uh, 
No, I don't. I think I think about ten more than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this is a guy that yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to call him out um, without naming names. Uh, I got I got a text from a guy this morning at eight o'clock. Go, where's the show? What's going on? Really? Is he on Central Time? Ah, uh, you know. So well, at least that's that's the excuse I'm giving him. <laughs> but I go, um, I I, I start at nine. Uh, I'm I'm on my way. But uh, anyway, it's only been uh, like that for you know several years now. <laughs> but uh, but he listens most every week. So thank you nice, for that. Yes. Hey, let's get right to the football scores because we've got a lot. We've got a lot of uh, outstanding individual efforts last night as well. So let's get right to uh, week seven of the high school football season in a game you heard right here on 1380, the fan 100.9 FM. Carroll beats Homestead by a score of 17 to 10. Jeff Becker, a couple more touchdown passes in that one. The first time since 2018 that Homestead has uh, suffered three losses in a season. Uh, so uh, that's interesting even right there. But uh, their losses. uh um, uh, two very good teams. So, uh, yeah. Carroll though, after that opening, uh, week loss to Bishop Lures in a nail biter. Well, here we are running the table from there. 17 to 10. Once again, for the Carroll chargers, uh, over Homestead Carroll now six and one looming just behind the Bishop Lures Knights who escaped shields field last night in a game that you were at. Yes. And nearly not. Uh, 41 to 38. Who would have thought Dwenger would have even been within three of the Knights? And they were ahead of 38-35 at one point. Yeah, it was a back-and-forth game. Tremendous football game. Bishop Dwenger put a tremendous effort together. And um, you knew it was in them. You know, at this point, you know, you looked at, okay, the disappointment of, you know, the back-to-back losses to Homestead and Carroll. But you knew that there was enough there to challenge Bishop Lures if they could put it all together. The atmosphere was tremendous at Shields Field. One of the biggest crowds I've seen in recent memory in the SAC on a Friday night. Uh, you know, Bishop Dwinger coming out three wide, four wide, five wide at some opportunities, like really opening up that offense in terms of of what they needed to do to really challenge Bishop Lures' defense. And in the end, Lures makes the plays when they need to late. Uh, Dwinger, you know, ha- you know, here's so here's the text line going to blow up. Really struggled in that two minute offense late. You know, down three, had an opportunity to tie the game. Because of the second missed PAT by Bishop Lewers after their last touchdown, yes, they all they needed was a was a field goal to tie, and you could say you know e- even then they were a little timid in trying to get to that position and, and ended up needed a fourth and fifteen conversion to even be close there to create to try a field goal at the end of regulation and that and that kick by Joe Belanda, you know, there's talk about maybe it was tipped or you know maybe it was a you know a, a muffed hold or or just Joe didn't get all of it but it was well short and joe has a good leg so you, you felt like he would be able to get the distance on the 45 yard attempt but in the end crazy atmosphere crazy game and just another one going into the lore of of great games in the battle of the bishops well in in one more week of bishop lures well it's facing adversity uh winning the high scoring shootout if you will uh if you want to call you know 40 uh, 41 38 a shootout but uh in high school football, yeah, I mean, up and down the field, they did it against Carroll. They did, you know, they, they Homestead, everything against the good teams. They're doing that. So uh, 
we we have some uh, something looming here in a couple of weeks. So uh, other scores had Northside over Southside in the Battle of the Totem Pole, 29-26. John Tay Lambert, 165 rushing yards. Uh, Jalen Lattimore had a, a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and then uh, on defense, two sacks. Um, Snyder, 42-12 over Northrop. Snyder is is you know call them butter they're on a roll <laughs> they are most they, definitely uh, you know Snyder playing really good football right now again they get DeWanger next week and they get Lures in week nine so uh, Snyder you know we talk so much about that week nine game but the way the Bishop DeWanger played last night that could be a very very challenging matchup next week for the Panthers and kudos to Northside coming back and faced adversity season long you know losing five of their first six against the, you know those brutal of schedules. And uh, even were down late last night to Southside and made the plays to to capture their fourth straight totem pole game. Great effort by both teams. Jalen Lattimore had himself a game, and uh, for Southside, Jonte Lampert was great for Northside on the ground. Uh, 155 yards, a couple touchdowns. So, kudos to the legends for holding on to the totem pole. Indeed. And in the Snyder game, of course, Tyrese Brown four touchdowns on the night. Uh, and then uh, Markel Keel, three sacks, four tackles for loss. So, um, and I want to say all of Tyrese Lambert or Tyrese Brown's touchdowns came in the first half as well. Impressive. Other scores from last night had the Wayne Generals beating the Concordia Cadets 28-26. Lamarian Nelson had a couple hundred yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. He now has 1,163 yards on the season for the generals and and handled the ball 33 times last night for 200 yards and a score the kid is a bell cow when you factor in sean collins in the back of that backfield too for wayne it's it's you know we make a lot of the one-two punches at snyder uh and lures but man it's tough to beat that wayne generals one-two punch of lamarion nelson and sean collins despite them being two and five and facing some really good defenses and and struggling against certain teams. They've been able to move the ball on the ground almost every week, and they get a win last night, second and three weeks for the Generals. And Eli Maddox of the Cadets, 302 yards passing, had three touchdown passes. Kid can sling it, in really. that one, yes, indeed. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. TS noticed Coach Garrett uh, calling the plays last night for the offense. Uh, was this his uh, first week he did that? Was it just a change? Uh, or the normal offensive play caller not there, didn't notice him on the sidelines. Second week for um, Jason Garrett to be calling the plays uh, for Bishop DeWanger. So he's kind of taken that job the last couple weeks. And I think we're seeing, you know, maybe a, a change of scheme a little bit. You know, they were able to take advantage of some things last week in a route of Concordia. And a lot of people were saying, well, it's Concordia. Let's see them against a, a really good team in Bishop Lures. And I thought the offense was exceptional for Bishop DeWanger. Move you know? the ball well. Absolutely. And we're getting the balls in space. You know, K.J. Tipman is phenomenal. Um, and we're getting him in space. And he was able to break some tackles and move the chains. Got the ball to Rocco Sioka. Henry O'Keefe was big last night offensively with some big catches. Jack Tipman was huge on both sides of the football. I think we, we finally saw on, on display last night just what Bishop DeWanger can be when things are good for them. And, you know, I know a lot of Dwanger fans are going to harp on that final two minutes, and I know it was disappointing, but you have to be happy with the way that football team played last night because it went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Bishop Lures, and a lot of people 
didn't think that could happen. Indeed. Moving to the Northeast Aid Conference last night, East Noble gets back in the win column with a 19-16 win over the Columbia City Eagles. Uh, Ethan Nichols had a couple of touchdowns, 190 yards rushing for him uh, amongst the uh, the talent they have in Kendallville. Uh, th- this is the part of the schedule for Columbia City. Yeah. The gauntlet. Yeah, and a, a good bounce-back win for East Noble. And I think credit to Columbia City. They had East Noble down on the ropes. They were up at halftime. They were up late. And East Noble just made some plays down the stretch to win. So, you know, after a disappointing, you know, shutout loss for both teams in week six, I think it was it was a get-right week for East Noble. But I think there's a lot of positives for Columbia City to take out of this one as well. Unfortunately for the Eagles, they get Leo on the road next week. Indeed. Speaking of Leo, the Lions over Huntington North 37-6. to Mason Sharon, 191 yards, a couple of touchdowns, uh, 64 and 12 yards out uh, for uh, Mr. Sharon. And uh, we had a text that came in that says, Mason Sharon, enough said. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid that um, Leo truly missed last year. And and just both his leadership and his talent was, was left a huge void for that team. Him coming back healthy, energized, and really being the, uh, the leader on that team um, is tremendous and goes for you know, 191 yards, two scores last night. Just the latest big effort from him. Hey, had a, a text. Somebody agreed with this. Really? Uh, yeah. That so, doesn't yes, happen often. Uh, agreed. Love the offense last night. Talking about the Dwanger game. Uh, Love the offense last night, except for the final drive. Thought they were too conservative. Took too long. Well, that's you know that's how the uh, the armchair quarterbacks can be. I mean, we can yeah. look at that and, and not see what's unfolding. Not see not you know there again. You you look at the personnel. What's healthy? What isn't? Uh, things that we'll never see that the coaches have uh, information they're privy to. So anyway, but uh, yes. Um, that was uh, that was it's quite quite the uh, the game last night. So Leo now five and zero in the conference, seven and zero overall. Uh, Columbia City comes a calling to Leo next week, so we'll see what happens there. New Haven keeps rolling now, forty two to fourteen over Belmont. Uh, Braves, uh, you know, it's struggling. It's and, struggling. And they're yeah. young. They're young yeah. and struggling. Uh, so. You know, it, it's it's it is what it is. New Haven heads to Kendallville next week for a date with the East Noble Knights and Norwell, a second shutout in a row, beating DeKalb forty-two to nothing. Back-to-back shutouts for that Norwell defense. It's the third overall this season. You take out that forty-one points allowed to Leo in Week Three, and over the other five, six games, Norwell has allowed six games. Um, you can you can talk about you know potentially the the lack of competitiveness with some of those teams, but they shut out East Noble and shut out DeKalb. But DeKalb's even the bright fifty up on Huntington yeah. North last week. So uh, Norwell's doing it on both sides of the football, and I really think it's a team we need to start paying attention to every in the last every three years. single year in the last couple three years. They right? just they're looming, they're yeah. looming. They're in that defense is is you know always staunch. So uh, we'll see what's what's shaking uh, down uh, Uniondale way. Most over to the uh, ACAC conference, Adams Central is sixty-seven to nothing victor over Southern Wells, and and this is a game that neither coach probably wanted, wanted to play. You know, yeah. be just because you know, and and uh, you know, you, you get to the point with Coach Moser, you you got to worry about 
quarters for the kids right. that, that might be playing uh, JV and varsity because you get, what, five quarters a mm-hmm. week. Yep. And so, and you've got to monitor that. Yeah, you do. And, you know, looking at it, it was 61 to nothing at halftime, uh, Adam Central led. And I actually looked this up before earlier in the week because I felt like maybe there was an opportunity here for Adam Central that the the program record for points is 73 points scored in a game in 1982. And I felt that 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 could fall last night. They were on on track to, to shatter at 61 points at the break. But Adam Central took the foot off the pedal, put some of the reserves in and uh, ended up winning 67 nothing. Bluffton, a 29-0 winner over the Heritage Patriots. Lucas Hunt, uh, 252 total yards in that contest. How about the Bluffton Tigers getting their first uh, shutout win in the ACAC since 2018? Indeed, the uh, Tigers 2-3 and three in conference, play 3-4 and four overall. Culver Academy, a 47-13 winner over the Woodland Warriors. Uh, non-conference game woodland still looming at three and one in that acac but uh took one on the chin to a good culver team last night yeah and the warriors have to come back they play south adams and adams central over the final two weeks of the season south adams 42 to 13 over jay county owen wanner five touchdown passes to five different receivers and oh by the way the touchdown passes were from 25 71 63 41 and 31 yards yeah you only a- completed 14 passes but they went for 227 yards yeah, and go- five touchdowns <laughs> That's efficiency. Absolutely. Good to see South Adams get back on track. Back-to-back losses at Monroe Central and Adams Central. We knew those two were going to be tough, but uh, Mosier and company get the win last night. South Adams 3-1 and one in conference play, 5-2 and two overall. Moving on to the Northeast Corner Conference. Last night it was Bremen over Prairie Heights, 37-14. In a dandy, it was Cherubusco giving Central Noble their first loss of the season, 21-12. to 12. How about Cherubusco? And, and that's a team that, you know, struggled early on with personnel, had guys out at COVID, uh, lost at Columbia or lost to Columbia City to start off the season, really challenged Eastside in week four. In fact, they're, you know, other than, you know, Adam Central, they're the only team to really give Eastside a game this season. And they won three straight now. So Cherubusco sitting five and two. In a sectional 44 that, yeah, unfortunately has Adam Central in it. But, uh, can, you know, potentially could this be an interesting matchup come playoff time, considering how Cherubusco played Eastside and Eastside only beat Adam Central by two. Speaking of Eastside, 49 to nothing over Fremont. Do you Is there a better player in high school football in Northeast <laughs> Indiana than Laban Davis? Last night, you know, we talk about him every single week of the football season and, and sometimes outside the football season, but three more rushing touchdowns last night threw for two more uh, of the uh, of the scores that the, the Blazers had. But my goodness, I mean, this kid, who, He's incredible. Would, who, who would you compare him with from some of the other legendary high school football players we've we've seen in, in the past in recent times you look at you know potentially you know a peter morrison at uh at concordia, concordia sure just the year but even I mean, peter was not the um the runner that laban davis is um i mean the guy's got over a thousand yards rushing yes. already on the season he's actually rushed for more yards than he's thrown for um through six so through seven weeks so uh, for him, you know, it, it's tough to to really compare. You know, maybe like going way back to like a C.J. Jackson with Northside, who was really a versatile 
dual threat quarterback at the position. He played for Northside. Um, I, I really think Laban Davis, absolutely special talent, which, you know, probably doesn't get the recognition he deserves because of the, of the conference he plays in, but he has shown out too in matchups with Bishop Lures over the last two years. So don't get me that he's doing it against inferior competition in the NECC because he's been able to do it against the Knights the last two postseasons. Indeed. Other scores had Fairville over Garrett, 16 to 7. Lakeland, a 14 11 winner over West Noble. And then Marion shuts out Angola, 42 to nothing. Setting up next week's matchups of one versus uh, two, basically, is, uh, well, one versus three with Central Noble at Eastside in a dandy. And uh, Central Noble, as we said, just. Uh, Base defeat for the first time, so there's not going to be an unbeaten matchup there uh, against the Blazers. And then Fairfield at Lakeland. You look in the big division there; both teams two and one in conference play, so should be a uh, a dandy there. Yeah, it's uh, you know effectively the uh, big division championship game. Provided uh, when you look at the uh, the schedules that both teams have uh, out of conference games, or at least out of division games. Uh, in week nine. So it's the uh, big division championship game in the NECC next Friday night. So that's uh, your week seven wrap up of high school football. And uh, we will, uh, we will talk some more after the break. Oh, we're going to talk with Mike McCaffrey when we come back from break in our weekly Cougar chat, the Cougars open up their home part of their schedule this afternoon at high noon at Bishop John M. Darcy stadium, Siena Heights, Comes a calling and uh, should be a good one out there. A beautiful day so far. Let's uh, let's get this game in because it sounds like we got some weather coming in uh, later on this afternoon into this evening. So anyway, I'm not a weatherman, so I'll shut up right now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back with more. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Ford Wayne's newest morning show. Two pros and a cup of joe. With LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. In football, you're held accountable physically every single play. I think they want to make it fun, but they also understand the responsibility that they have to the youth. Once they see an NFL player talk, they're going to be doing it too. Yes. Do you want to see good sportsmanship? Yes. Two pros and a cup of joe. Every weekday morning from 6 to 9. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You've seen the cute insurance commercials on TV, a bird wearing shades, a guy with a catchy name and a colorful shirt and tan pants, or a silly staff that favors all white clothing. But do you really believe that companies spending millions and millions of dollars on clever TV commercials actually provide what you need most? An insurance policy without tricky loopholes, escape language, or gaps? No one wants a surprise when it comes to filing an insurance claim. And that's why Hoopy Insurance Services is a trusted advocate when it comes to coverage of what's important to you. As an independent agency, they work with multiple companies to find the policy perfectly tailored to your specific situation for your home and autos. If you have or are in the process of buying a new home, the process is stressful enough. So contact Matt and the Hoopy Insurance team now to get a free review and consultation of your insurance needs. They'll find the right policy and make sure you have the coverage you need so there's no surprises later on. Service is the Hoopy Insurance difference. Hoopy, H-U-P-E, Insurance Services. A Fort Wayne company serving the Fort Wayne area now for 40 years. 
With the colder temperatures, Masters Heating and Cooling is heating things up with this hot fall special. Save $500 now on a complete carrier system installed. Turn to the experts and save $500 for a limited time on a complete heating and air conditioning system for Masters Heating and Cooling. Plus 0% financing for 72 months for qualified buyers. Masters Heating and Cooling. Online at mastersheatcool.com. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. To Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Beautiful Saturday morning shaping up for now. Uh, so get out there and get things done. Uh, we were talking uh, high school football scores as, uh, as we went to break. Uh, Culver Academy was victorious over the Woodland Warriors last night. Uh, and... Uh, Get this from uh, Ryan Dellinger, a uh, friend of the show. Uh, Jimmy Pisani from Culver Academy had 242 rushing uh, four with four touchdowns last night and 166 yards passing and three more touchdowns uh, to account for just about all of the Culver scoring against the Warriors last night. So How about uh, that, what a you know what an outstanding individual performance and we said at the top of the show there were a lot of them last night and uh hopefully we we got most of them mentioned but uh, we're always going to be uh you know amazed at some of the uh some of the, some of the prolific efforts. efforts. Yeah, and if you, you're you record-watching with Carson Clark, we thought maybe last night that record would fall. The SAC's all-time leading passer, uh, James Kanapke, currently the record holder, 5,983 yards. Carson Clark now 56 yards short of his assistant coach's record. So I was talking to James Kanapke last night right before the game. I was like, are you ready for your record to fall tonight? And he was kind of chuckling. But uh, he's got at least another week to hold on to it before Carson takes it over the oc designing a lot of running plays yeah yeah most <laughs> but, definitely you know they uh they're home to the south side archers next week so i expect we shall that record see. to fall very early in that game so keeping with the football talk let's move from high school to college because on the talk and sports phone line powered by fire police city county federal credit union is university of st francis athletic director mike mccaffrey mike good morning it's game day baby Good morning, Jimmy. It uh, feels like it's been a while, and it sure has. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon to get over to Darcy Stadium. I'm over here now. It's uh, looking to be a, a beautiful day for some football. I'll tell you what, if you couldn't tell, I was excited before that. Uh, all the emails I sent you uh, <laughs> late this week would uh, would probably uh, let you know that, uh, yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah, just looking forward to it. Now, last week, traveled to the Chicagoland area, uh, took it on the chin to St. X in, in shutout fashion, and you have to go back a ways uh, to the last time a Kevin Donnelly team was, was shut out, and I think that what might have been 1999 perhaps. Yeah, I think it was 225 games uh, was the last time our our offense failed to put a put a point on the board. So it was a yeah, it was a tough one. I don't think anybody saw that one coming. We certainly weren't expecting that kind of result. But uh, you know, it's a, a long season. We still have every, everything in front of us. Uh, it's a crossover game, so you know we still have an opportunity to win our division um, if we take care of business from here on out on our side of things. But uh, yes, yeah, credit to St. X. They came out, executed a game plan. I think we've got a lot of young guys who are still. Uh, figuring out what it means to, to play St. Francis football. And uh, I'm sure after last week, they're going to buckle it up and, and take care of some of the things that got in our way and, and trying to get that victory last week. And hopefully we can clean it up and take care of business today. Well, 
back to some type of normalcy after a year that dealt with COVID uh, so extreme and having the spring schedule or the late winter, early spring, whatever you want to call it. Uh, talk about fans coming to the game today at noon and about ticketing, uh, Everything involved as far as seating seems to be of normal stature, but uh, talk about any little adjustments. Yeah, so we, we, we don't have any limits on our capacity, uh, so we're going to sell as many tickets as we can today and then welcome as many fans into Darcy Stadium as we possibly can. Uh, we do have an online ticketing version, which will help uh, if someone is coming to the game, we would ask that you try to get it online from our website. It'll just help you and make it easier and quicker at the gate. Uh, we do have cash tickets available. Uh, we don't have credit cards, so your two options would be get it online or bring 10 bucks uh, to the game for a ticket. Uh, kids 12 and under are all free, uh, so if you've got some young ones, bring them out. Uh, we're not going to charge them to come. Um, and then, you know, once you get inside the stadium, the, the seating is, again, it's, it's open, uh, so we're hoping to pack the stands today. Uh, we'll have Big Eyed Fish. We'll have creative dining. Uh, we've got uh, our VIP area, which is ready to go, and uh, it's it's exciting, you know. It, it's it's a weird season again, followed by a weird spring because we haven't played a home game yet, and I can't remember the last time we didn't get a home game in until the first weekend in October. So it's we've all been kind of itching and waiting for this day and and counting down the days and hope you got everything done. And you obviously feel like you had enough time to do it, but you never know till you get to game day. So so far so good. Oh, no doubt about it. The uh, just just the atmosphere in the press box alone is uh, is something missed but uh yeah we had that uh in, in late in early spring uh with the schedule that we had with just a couple of games but still uh it was it was something and uh it was a nice little uh nice little respite from what was going on but uh so the cougar football team in action today and next week as well at darcy stadium with home games there but uh, talk about some of the other fall sports mike well, we're, we're off and running. Uh, we haven't missed any games yet, so that's a good thing. Um, we are you know, playing volleyball. We're running cross-country. Our cross-country team is obviously the country um, and going up and, and running this weekend. So they're, they're looking to build, and that's going to be an exciting team to watch because they're, you know, they're 16th now, but they've already had a couple races where they beat a couple teams ranked ahead of them. Uh, so I know they're feeling really good with Alex Ebatino and Haley O'Neill and Leah Hall and all them uh, leading the way. Uh, so they're, they're going to be a fun, fun team to follow. Uh, soccer's rolling. We just got into our conference uh, schedule last week, so we played two conference games. Um, took it on the chin a couple a couple of games early on both the men's and the women's side, but uh, I've got nothing but faith in, in Ken Newber and Jake Essig to, to get those things rolling and turn them around and probably get some wins we're not supposed to get at some point during the season, which is which is what we kind of build with, with those programs and try to get them to a place where they can compete in the conference. Um, and then tennis is already over with, um, and now we're going to start to shift gears, and a few weeks from now we'll be in that silly crossover season already. And, you know, when you got five home games for football in seven weeks, it's going to be a mad dash, and then it'll be over before we know it and hopefully have some playoffs after that. But uh, it's it's an exciting time. It's uh, Everybody's active. Everybody's rolling. Uh, and it's a, it's a good time to be over here at St. Francis, that's for sure. Indeed. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly cougar chat and uh, uh mike from a from an naia perspective uh 
what has his, let's say, from season to season, I know there are little nuances and things like that, and, and you're in tune with all that on a national level. Uh, is the NAIA holding holding firm, or, or are there some adjustments made to athletic activities through the NAIA? Well, so the NAIA, for the most part, they manage our championships, um, and then our, our conferences and our teams kind of work back from there, and they've, they haven't postponed or rescheduled any of our championships so everything is on on course to to go off as scheduled right now um they're they're kind of going around and talking to people about the whole testing thing you know do we need to test before we go to championships like we did last year test on site you know unvaccinated versus vaccinated so they're working through all those things but as of right now uh everything is scheduled to go off um always with that asterisk these days subject to change uh, but we hope not. Uh, we hope that we can get our championships in like we did for the most part last year. I mean, the NAI did a great job of making sure we got our championships in, whether they were played in the spring and supposed to be in the fall or we actually got them in the winter like basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kudos to them for, for being committed to getting championships played. And that's that's the biggest thing that the national office provides. And then we as a school and a conference figure out how we're going to get teams to that championship. So uh, we haven't adjusted schedules. We're we're hoping that we can kind of get through this thing with minimal interruptions and, and play for a couple titles somewhere along the way. Mike, we will see you this late this morning at Darcy Stadium. Can't wait for, uh, for Cougar football at home to start. So uh, there's uh, you know, all kinds of excitement there. If someone can't make the game today, how can they follow along? Uh, right on the website, stfranciscougars.com, there will be a little video link right by the schedule. So if you go to the Siena Heights game for football, uh, the little camera icon, you click on that, and it'll take you right to our YouTube channel, and you can watch the game, and then we'll have our Redeemer Radio broadcast broadcast over it so you can listen to some commentary while you do it. All right. Uh, I had a text that came in uh, on the text line at 46862. Is there a signed seating at Darcy Stadium, or is it general admission? General admission, wide open. All right. open. We, we've got our bleachers. Obviously, there's the visitor side, there's the home side, but the home side bleachers are completely open. General admission, first come, first serve. Get in, bring your blanket, bring your chair, get your seat, and get ready to watch some good football. Get there early, get a good seat. Yes, sir. There we go. All right. Well, Mike, thank you so much, and uh, get back to the preparations, and I'll see you soon. Appreciate it, my friend. We'll see you in a little bit. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to uh, report on the – and that's a Glenbrook Dodge. First down. There you go. Had a baby. I've never said first down in my entire <laughs> – this will be my 11th season doing PA for the Cougs. And uh, I still – when when I was asked to do it, I, sure, sure. I'd never PA'd a football game in my life. <laughs> and, you know, no, look fun. at you. <laughs> now, in, in, in fact, I told Diane last night, I said, you know what? I said, because I was putting some things together for rosters and such. I said, I'm I'm nervous about <laughs> opening game. I said, eleven seasons, and I still think I I don't know if I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've been faking it for this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And more, yeah, and more things. Than, yeah, one. Anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and step out, take a break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking with Dan Klein. Uh, Indiana Tech coaching legend uh, in the sport of men's and women's basketball. Uh, He's got a coach's clinic that's absolutely free coming up that you don't want to miss. 
Uh, we'll, we'll let Dan tell you about it when we come back. You're listening to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Hi, this is Trent Diller, Senior Vice President and Agency Partner at Insurance Management Group, or IMG. My dad, Terry Diller, and myself brought our staff and over 200 years of combined insurance experience to Insurance Management Group in 2018. IMG has been providing personal and business clients competitive pricing and superior service for over 100 years, and with access to more than 20 personal lines carriers and 100 commercial lines carriers, we have options for all your insurance needs. In a time when agencies are being acquired by larger entities, we have made a commitment to our clients and communities to remain locally owned, a tradition our ownership plans to pass down to future generations. We know purchasing insurance can be overwhelming, but our staff of over 50 employees is here to help make sure your experience is as painless as possible. So, if you're tired of the old, boring way of purchasing insurance to protect your most valuable assets, call the name you've trusted for your insurance needs for over 40 years, the Diller family, at 260-338-2434 or online at insurancemanagementgroup.com. We look forward to earning your business. More great NFL action in week four coming up this weekend. Of course, FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same game parlay. Join me because, man, I tell you what, it's so much fun when you can place a little bet, cash in big with a same game parlay. Just do it with three legs or more, and if the bet doesn't win, FanDuel even pays you back up to $10. Of course, the big game coming up this Sunday night, the Bucks visiting the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Bucks to win, Brady on the under, and I'm going to take the under on total points. And make sure if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, you claim 30 to 1 odds on either team to win in the Sunday night game. Sign up with promo code WKJG. And if your first bet loses, get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That's promo code WKJG FanDuel Sportsbook. 21 plus and present in Indiana. Refund issue is non-withdrawable site credit. It expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eddie Merlot is one of America's greatest steakhouses and it originated right here in Fort Wayne 20 years ago. So join us in celebrating our 20th anniversary with features and prices from our original menu in 2001. From now through October 9th at Eddie Merlot's, you will receive all appetizers at 20% off. Get some of your favorite entrees for just $20. These include grilled swordfish, blank steak, Eddie's famous stuffed shrimp, and much more. Just $20 in honor of Eddie Merlot's 20th anniversary 
anniversary. And we can't forget the dessert. As a thank you to our loyal guests with the purchase of an entree, you will receive a complimentary piece of our world-famous carrot cake. So come to Eddie Merlot's now through October 9th and celebrate our 20th anniversary with us. And while you're here, sign up to be a part of our Platinum Club with no fee. Eddie Merlot's Prime Age Beef and Seafood, celebrating 20 years. Located in Jefferson Point Shopping Center. See you at Eddie's. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. According to Blake Sebring's book, uh, Fort Wayne Sports History, on this date in 1999, Fort Wayne Pistons owner Fred Zollner is inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, uh, basketball, a lot of early history, NBA history in Fort Wayne, Indiana for that. The Automotive Color and Supply text line is open at 46862, 46862. Put TS in the front of your message, if you will, please. Uh, because on the Talk and Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union, is Mr. Dan Klein. Dan, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. Okay. I mentioned the text line. We have a text that came in already that I need to address with you immediately. And it is. It says, please ask Coach Klein if I am still the only guy to be on the Memorial Coliseum kiss cam with his wife. <laughs> he said, true story. She was seated between Dan and me at a Mastodon's game, and the kiss cam picked up the wrong guy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we always wonder if that happens at times or, you know, we see the reactions from kiss camps, but, uh, you know, we never think it'll happen to us. You know, yeah, so. it, it's true. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Four, six, eight, six, two automotive colored supply text line. Four, six, eight, six, two. Put TS in the front of your message. If you have any other questions for Mr. Dan Klein that he can be uh, very transparent about there, but, uh, Dan, you, you've got uh, the, the second version of your Jim Rats Basketball Coaches Clinic that takes place October 16th. That's in two weeks from today. Absolutely free to attend at Sport One Fieldhouse. And uh, things get rolling at about 8.30 in the morning with donuts and coffee. That should attract coaches right then and there. And then uh, 9 to noon is the clinic. But tell us a little bit about what those people attending We'll be privy to. Well, it's it's uh, it all started back, Jim, uh, with a little background. Todd Hensley and I got together, and he's the CEO and owner of Jim Rats. We decided that he wanted to do a community service. Mm-hmm. That's how it all got started. Um, but the lineup of in September was great. We had about 40, 45 coaches there, uh, expecting a little bit more for October sixteenth. But the lineup. It's powerful. It's Donovan Martin from Purdue Fort Wayne. It's it's important. He's uh, going to talk about uh, middle performance, re- removing barriers for athletes. It's a middle part of the game. Akela Sims from Snyder is going to talk on the importance of being a good teammate. Corey Alford from Huntington University, uh, basketball analytics. Uh, Jason Delaney from Indianapolis Cathedral, who's won numerous state championships. Mm-hmm. Um, full court transition. Maria Marcasano is going to talk from Purdue Fort Wayne 
should be interesting. She's had a lot of success. She's going to talk on the Princeton Point series options, which is offense. And then we have Jared Jackson, NBA player, NBA coach. He wants to talk on the, uh, or he's going to talk on the evolution of a big man, uh, inside, outside. And then we got Walter Jordan coming in. Um, and he's going to talk about basketball and beyond the next level. So it's, it's a mixture of everything. I think it's, it's really, it's a makeup of uh, speakers that can reach high school coaches, AAU coaches, middle school coaches. We've tried to hit everything, male, female. And, and uh, we're looking forward to it. It should be exciting. Well, when you just listed that lineup and, you know, those that uh, that are going to be speaking in their, their topics, too, you know, Waller Jordan, basketball and beyond. I mean, the, he's the epitome of, you know, high school student athlete. Uh, emerges as one of the top basketball players in the state of Indiana, wins a state championship with the North of Bruins in 1974, goes on to Purdue, to great things, and then to the NBA. But then after that, then he becomes successful in the business world. And now he's mentoring youth uh, down in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, his book is out and uh, getting rave reviews as well. He alone would be worth admission price, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and this is all free. Maria Marcasano, um, an outstanding player, now an outstanding coach at several different uh, uh, levels and different stops as well. And uh, watch and mark my words, she will she will uh, uh, turn that program at PFW around. But uh, and then Jaron Jackson. He's been there. He's done it. He's he's seen it all. Uh, I know Jaron. I've worked with Jaron, and uh, I now, of course, his son Jaron Jackson, um, uh, down in Memphis with the Grizzlies. And but uh, you know, uh, just what a lineup that you have. Uh, you know, with with Corey Alford, Nikila Sims as well, Donovan Martin. My goodness, uh, how were you able to secure all of this talent and all of this knowledge uh, from a basketball perspective? Well, I got with these uh, these coaches probably back in April, March, April, to see if they would be able to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I wanted to, it was early enough to clear their schedule. Uh, and I know, you know, you're starting basketball practice for these college coaches, but they're going to take time out uh, from the practice schedule and so forth. All of them agreed to do it. You know, we got Jared Jackson and Walter Jordan flying in on their own dime. <laughs> they're they want to do this. Wow. Uh, and, and uh, you know, Jaron played for the Spurs when they won the championship. Mm -hmm. and, um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that these, these speakers are going to take time uh, and, and just, I guess, give, <laughs> give knowledge to coaches. I think hopefully we get a lot of people there, a lot of coaches there. I think we will, but you never know. I mean, it's on a Saturday morning for three hours. You won't miss any football games in the afternoon. And so it, it's we're excited about it. We feel good about it. Uh, hopefully everything goes well. We're talking this morning with basketball coaching legend Dan Klein. And, and Dan, who is going to be the most uh, benefited from this clinic? Is it is it youth coaches? Uh, you know, who is this uh, earmarked for specifically? Well, it's really it's geared like I said before. Uh, for middle school coaches, high school coaches, um, because we've, we've also uh, created a booklet 
which gives you ideas on how to be a good coach, some ideas, some suggestions. But the speakers are also going to talk about that. Um, how, do you, how, how do you coach young people um, the correct way? Stay away from things that are negative and so forth. I think it's, it's just it's geared for even for an interested fan is welcome because uh, you never know when someone is thinking about going to that school, that college. Maybe you want to hear that coach speak and see what they're all about and talk with them afterwards. Um, it's, so it's geared for everybody, to be honest. Even the AAU coaches, uh, sometimes I, need they, I think they need some guidance. Um, you know, we all think we know everything, but we don't. You've got to learn something every day. Dan, have basketball players, whether it's AAU, middle school, high school, college, and beyond, have basketball players changed in the last 20 years? I think they have. I think they've changed. I think that uh, it, the, the training, the mental aspect is so much different. Back in the day when you and I played, uh, we didn't have all these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that they're, they're, they're great athletes. They're better athletes. They're better trained, um, not only physically but mentally. And I think it's changed there. Now, uh, ability-wise, um, you know, I, I don't know if that, that's a lot of difference, but they're bigger and they're stronger. Uh, but they train. The training is so much different today than it was uh, years back. And, and so, uh, yeah, I think that the athletes today are better uh, because the coaching's better uh, at every level. But it's, it's, it's a mind game, to be honest. It's like I'm really anxious to hear Donovan Martin on the middle performance of remote removing barriers for athletes that's important you know it's a mental you know we've always said the game and any game you're playing is played from from their shoulders up <laughs> it's, it's it's a mental type thing and you, you know you everybody has skill but uh today it's mental physical i think it's better today i think the athletes are better well and i think from the mental aspect of it too uh, it it's kind of the the you know the 50,000-pound elephant in the room, but social media has to be in play here as well because anything these kids do on the court can get magnified, either either positive or negatively, can be magnified through social media. And, and you can either make or break someone by, uh, by you know, random thoughts and, and things like this. And that I guess that's got to be part of the mental structure of this as well. We have a section, Jim, in the booklet uh, that, that speaks to that, the social media and so forth. For coaches, give them ideas, what to stay away from, what to, you know, the, what the players should do and shouldn't do. There's a section in our uh, clinic booklet that, that deals with that. And, and so you're right. Uh, you can get destroyed on that, uh, on that uh, mental thing. I mean, it's, it's amazing today. We didn't have that back then. Um, we didn't have to worry about that. We only had to worry about mom and dad when we went home. <laughs> or on the car ride home, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, uh, once again, tell uh, tell the, the potential coaches and fans how they can register for this uh, this clinic. Well, you can go online and uh, com, or uh, you can call Jim Rats, 260-471. 5270. If you go on uh, on the website, you can get the information there on how to get to Jim Rats. But it, it, it doesn't, you, we'd like for you to pre-register, but you don't have to. You can walk in. We don't care. Uh, we just, we want people there. With these people coming in, 
uh, we'd just like to open it up to everybody and don't let pre-registration or any of that hold you back. Just come out. And the lure is donuts and coffee at 830, right? Right. <laughs> okay, Dan, thank you so much for joining us once again and uh, and once doing something for the community. You and Todd, uh, my goodness, uh, this is this is needed. This is necessary and to be able to put this on and to and to get this lineup together to address coaches will just make them better. Believe well, you me. know, Jim, another guy that's really helped me is Blake Sebring. To get in now, we, we've had Ohio coaches coming in because he's put it to, to the newspapers and the social media in Ohio. He's really helped me. Blake Sebring has really helped me get out. So we've contacted a lot of people. Well, that's that's fantastic, and and Blake is uh, he's got his fingers in in just about everything sports related locally. That's for sure. But uh, but Dan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it, and uh, best of luck to you and Todd on the uh, free coaches clinic over at Sport One Fieldhouse. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. All right. That was Dan Klein, former Indiana Tech men's and women's basketball coach. And uh, my goodness, over the years, uh, just an outstanding ambassador for the game of basketball. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line, 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer, let's uh, take a look at uh, some uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, from uh, let's get an update on Kiermaier and Van Meter. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier, two for two with a single and his seventh triple of the season last night in his Tampa Bay Rays 4-3 win over the Yankees. Kiermaier is hitting 259, four home runs, 37 RBI this season for the Rays, nine stolen bases. Still on that pace. He's made just one error in center field this season in 115 games. That's 886 and two-thirds innings. Unbelievable for this guy who covers more ground than most anybody would anyway to get to balls that a lot of people wouldn't. So you're you're almost uh, a little more susceptible to errors because you're getting leather on balls that others wouldn't. Uh, so uh, outstanding uh, effort this season by him on a raised team that, oh, by the way, uh, just uh, left the Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, Toronto Blue Jays, would say Baltimore, but uh, in the in the dust, and uh, now have home field advantage. It's just a shame that the people of Tampa Bay don't show up. Don't get me started. My gosh, you got such an outstanding ball club there every single year. You know, losing Snell after last season, and you know just. Uh, thinking, oh no, what are they going to do? Well, they you know, let's just win a hundred games. You know, well, anyway. Yeah, uh, what Tampa Bay is able to do year after year with their payroll or lack thereof, and the fan support or lack thereof, and the um, amenities or lack thereof at their, you know, what is it? They're still at the oh, tropic camp. Yeah, yeah uh, is just incredible. I think it's undervalued. You know, you walk around Tampa. And it's more the talk that it's the spring training home of the Yankees. Oh, it is. It is. More you, than the Tampa Bay Rays are there. The last time Diane and I went to a Rays game, it was a Rays-Yankees game, and there were more Yankee fans there than Rays fans because yeah. of a little Steinbrenner Field in Tampa, and, and the Tampa Yankees have been around, and they were in the Florida State League, and then, uh, you know, the Yankees play their spring training games. Also, 
Boston Red Sox. A lot of people on really? the East Coast will drop down into that Gulf side of Florida and uh, vacation or retire. So uh, the Red Sox draw a lot of fans to the drop as well. But why not the Rays? The best. Yeah. I mean, look, look at what they've done. It's just yeah, incredible. It's weird because, you know, they could say, well, there's so many transplanted people down to the Tampa area, and you could say the same thing That's with Miami. That's a gigantic area. I agree. But then you look at the Lightning, they don't have a problem, right? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't have a problem. No, yeah, the Lightning attract 16,000, 17,000 every game. Yeah. Try to get a ticket for a Lightning game. You're going to be up in a nosebleed paying 80 bucks a ticket. Yeah. How do I know that? Just say I know that, okay? <laughs> so, but yeah, anyway, this is what it is. Also, Josh Van Meter over one last night as a pinch hitter as his Arizona Diamondbacks lost to the Rockies 9-7. to Josh is currently hitting 205 on the season, five home runs, 34 RBI. Uh, Zach McKinstry uh, option to Oklahoma City by the Dodgers uh, on September 7th. He was probably the odd man out, unfortunately, in that Trey Turner-Scherzer uh, deal with uh, Washington. And when Trey Turner came in, uh, then something had to happen. But, uh, you know, 215 batting average, but seven home runs, 29 RBIs, and just 165 at-bats. So he is major league quality anyway, and had some big home runs as well. Yeah. Uh, so many of which came against the Reds, which was you know disappointing. Fitting. Yeah, very fitting. <laughs> I remember at least two instances this year where he hit some clutch homers. Yeah. So uh, those are uh, some of our guys from the Fort Wayne area that are uh, playing in the major leagues of baseball. And, you know, when I was growing up, there was absolutely zero guys. Well, it was Steve Hargan was from Fort Wayne, pitched for the Indians. That was pretty much it was until it. Uh, Matt Kinzer and Mike Ressler came along and uh, in played. So, you know, kind of out of the Summit City. And Andy Replogo, who was here for a couple of years in the early 70s, graduated Snyder in 72 after being at South Bend Clay uh, the two years before that. But he played in our federation as well and then got drafted uh, by the Brewers. Clint Wickensheimer in the late 70s, uh, Dan Brown, some of those guys. Anyway, I'm uh, dating myself. <laughs> but uh, anyway, those guys, uh, you know, didn't have a whole lot of uh, everyday major league players. And uh, in Van Meter, my goodness, have played like five different positions for the D-backs. So very yeah. versatile, very valuable Most to definitely. a team. That's going to do it for Talking Sports for Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. Thanks so much to Mike McCaffrey for joining us. Don't forget Cougars open up at noon against Siena Heights at Darcy. Get out there. Ten bucks ticket price. Thanks to Dan Klein for joining us as well, telling us about a free basketball coaches clinic at Sport One Fieldhouse in two weeks on October 16th, starting with registration at 8.30 in the morning. Thanks to Justin Kenny for always keeping it all smooth and lending his expertise uh, to all of the festivities here at Talking Sports. Thanks for all the Text. Thanks for listening. Until next week, have a great week, everybody. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Colin Cowherd at noon on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now, Sam was at major disadvantages. Sam not only was on the road, it was a short week, a Thursday night game on the road. Those are tough on road teams. Sam also lost his best player, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, his star running back, right? 
Yeah, Sam's number's pretty impressive. Colin Cowherd at noon. Download the 1380 app. Listen from your smart speaker or log on to 1380thefan.com. Want to learn a new language so it will actually stick? Try Babbel. Practice real-life conversations in the Babbel app. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Get personalized help in Babbel's live online classes. Classes are limited to six people, so everyone can get the help they need. Review words and phrases with fun games, or dive into the culture with short videos. Whatever your learning style, Babbel gives you the tools you need. Babbel, more ways to learn. Start learning a new language today at Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. We're a farm store, a family store, a look what I found store. We're a store made for real people and some real beasts. Podcasts by Federated Media.